Welcome back, or should I say welcome to the newest iteration of the Will Be Seen pod. We got a little bit of a facelift. We added a couple new faces. Lauren, Shelly, how are we doing? Doing great. Feeling really good, man. Feeling really good. We got a fun episode for you guys today. We're going to talk about the Johnny Manziel on Toll Dock. We're going to talk Hard Knocks. We're going to talk about our trip from Atlanta to New York, all the rest. We're going to talk about Barstool a little bit, how Dave bought it back. Pirate ship might be back, and then we got a fun little game towards the end of the episode. Uh, and Trent's gonna give us his take on the the J Ram Tim situation. But we are officially back from New York and Atlanta. It was a week of traveling. Um, we got to see a Braves game. We got to see a Mets game. We got to see a Yankees game. Somebody tell me what they thought of. Let's start in Atlanta. Atlanta was. <coughs> I love Atlanta. Uh, whenever we go there, you know, obviously we're hanging out with Prize Picks. They're based out of there. Uh, Atlanta's a great time. Something about that Brave Stadium. Uh, it's just like has that championship pedigree in it. But it's always a good time compared to New York. I'd go to Atlanta every fucking time, bro. Yeah, dude. Uh, honestly, grow up in Philadelphia. Like they have that Xfinity Live. And I was like, oh, nothing's probably gonna compare to this. And we get to Atlanta. I'm like, yeah, this blows it out of the damn water. Uh, it just feels like you've said this a lot, Trent. Like it just feels like a championship, mm-hmm. like winning environment. Like I'd love to watch playoff uh, baseball, and I'm not even a baseball guy, but I would love to watch playoff baseball there. It felt like a playoff game, the one that we were at. <laughs> Literally, it was, it was yeah. like, Who were they so playing? Oh, the Angels. God, it couldn't be a playoff game. The Angels were there. <laughs> <laughs> no, when we went last year, I remember being like, okay, it kind of seems like a step down from maybe like Globe Life, the Rangers ballpark. But this time, I was like. Nah, they might have his beat. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. No. Very similar though, like the the Texas Live and the Battery, kind of like the same thing. But um, Atlanta's definitely where it's at. Very cool, very cool ballpark. I love it. Yeah, I thought I thought the Atlanta Live was. I, I feel like that's kind of a hot take. I don't know if you've ever been to the Xfinity Live, you guys, but I, I feel like know. the Philly Xfinity Live just might be a little bit better. Oh, for than sure. The battery. I, mean, I can see that because Philly's. I don't know though, but that felt like a hot take. It's, I just you said that and it shocked me slightly. It's cl- it's a close, but I don't know something about just like the weather being beautiful. You can go inside, outside at the battery. Like Xfinity Live, you're inside. Like that's you're true. not going outside. That's just a sports city too. <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah. a sports city. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I actually, I think the one thing that I've learned now about stadiums that I like. And I think the reason why I like the Atlanta stadium so much, and I was telling Lauren about it, is I love a stadium where you can see the city. Or you can at least see buildings. And I feel like that Atlanta Stadium, away from if it was a playoff night and they're in game four or five, like how electric that stadium would have been. I mean, they were going crazy and it was, what, a Monday Night Angels game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously Shohei's in town, but I can't even imagine what it would be like in a playoff game where something like actually mattered. Um, But I just love the ambiance of when you're at a baseball stadium, be able to look out and seeing like the city. Like, especially where our seats were, it felt like you looked at and you saw Atlanta and you were like, all right, I, I'm in Atlanta. Like, I'm in the heartbeat of Atlanta and we're watching, like, America's pastime. The sweet might have helped a little the bit. Sweet <laughs> the sweet The sweet did not. They had Chick-fil-A sandwiches <laughs> in the sweet and it was oh, absolutely nuts. Was Chick-fil-A <laughs> sandwiches and some funny Marco cake. <laughs> oh my god, funny Marco, yeah, dude. If he ever tweets out a prize for century, fade it. Yeah, we got <laughs> to hang out with funny Marco. He fed me a four-piece red gob. Of the WNBA, I love it though. He's he's a grinder. He texts me still every day asking for gobs as if I have any. I was about to say, you know, you're not giving him shit. (laughs) You're not good. (laughs) It ain't coming from you. And uh, and after Atlanta, we went to New York. uh, Had a good time going to the Mets and Yankees game. Did any of us make coin? I think the only one who ever makes coin on these trips is fucking Lauren. People forget. I literally took like four flights just to lose like all my money. (laughs) It's every time, bro. It's every time. I'm in piss. I look over. Lauren's gobs are green. It's like whatever. Shitting over here gobs. looking for high fives. No one's giving me any. Shitting I'm like, out oh, gobs. The worst sad. is like you're losing all your bets, and then you have to go up and spend fifty five dollars on a beer, uh, and you're like, the dude, worst. The units dude. are already scarce. Now I'm putting half you on this beer. It's not even gonna get me. Drunk. Water kind of sounds beer. good. <laughs> yeah, water's also twenty bucks. <laughs> I mean, that Yankee Stadium. We were literally in what felt like. We an in, air fryer. We were in hell over there in the outfield. Dude, it, it was, was so hot. I've never been more uncomfortable at a sporting event than I was in the outfield of Yankee Stadium. <laughs> it also didn't feel like a baseball game. But you stayed there the whole time. I don't want that to go yeah. like I unnoticed. Know how. I was chilling underneath the... Everyone moved up. Yeah, It was just nice to get some vitamin D. I'm not Dude, we lie. were front <laughs> row to D. the sun. <laughs> like It was there. Vitamin yeah. D, it was like... 
your skin started to fall off if you stayed out there for too long. Yeah, but I was putting ice cubes in my hat, making it work. <laughs> Dude, worst, <laughs> <That's not hard. laughs> worst wager of all time. I took uh, Nestor Cortez over 91 and a half mile an hour, or mile an hour uh, first pitch. 77 curveball. He doesn't have the gas. The like worst that. part is, was that I fully intended to take his under. And I was boozing a little bit. It was my birthday. I was kind of already blacked. And I, like, deposited and clicked the button, like, super fast without even fucking realizing I had taken the over. There wasn't even, like, the option to take the under. It was like. They're like, you want the over. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> you, you're going to bet the over or you're not going to bet it. Uh, and I totally just didn't even think twice. I clicked the button and I'm like, well. Looks like I'm going to have to convince myself that we're taking the over here. And sure enough, first pitch, off-speed curveball. What'd you put on it? as two GG's, yeah. What yeah. are we doing? So, we, I, gotta be so much better. Also, the first thing you did when we landed in New York was you sent a screenshot into the group chat of a seven-leg, three-game same-gamer that you put $100 on. It almost hit. No, I mean... I don't think it did, did it? No. No, I, I don't think it even it. came close, <laughs> dude. Schwarb went over for... Um, no, but I actually depoted. I looked when we got back because I was like genuinely curious because I checked my checkings account and I was like, oh, I had way more money than that when I got to New York and <laughs> I don't have as much oh, money. Where we go wrong? I depoted four times into FanDuel. And keep in mind, I feel like, you know, we get fired up and we get to go to like a state where you can use like a book and just we landed and I was like, oh, first depot in. I lost it within five minutes of being in New York and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Like, there's no way. And I just kept depoting. And since we were drinking almost every day, I never, like, it never processed that I just kept depoting real money. Like, it just felt like I was yeah. just funny money depoting yeah. into, like, my account. Yeah. Went down, like, a solid $500. Dude, it's, oh, my God. It's so dangerous not going to, like, a real sports book and being, like, here's the cash for my bet. Because it's like, oh, like, PayPal. Like, <laughs> that's, not, that's not real. That's not real. <laughs> You can deposit Venmo. Like, <laughs> the thing that's dangerous about me being on the East Coast, like when we're out at a bar, right, and say it's like twelve thirty at night and there's a game about to fucking start, literally. Like it'll be like Angels or Dodgers. And like that's a perfect time for me to just depot and try and late night chase. And sure enough, the Dodgers or the Angels were like the late night game of the entire trip. Mm -hmm. Like five nights in a row. And so I would just late night depot five units and fucking throw it on the Angels, hopefully to get tucked in. And they literally had the worst five game stretch you could possibly imagine. Blowing the lead in the ninth against three straight Giants. games against the fucking Giants. Yeah, but you're back two in a row. You're two back. Two in a row, yeah. <laughs> you're so back, yeah. dude. You're so back. So back. So, back. Um, no, so I, did, I did want to ask you guys to like kind of, because I feel like you know, we were talking about a little bit pre-show i think um shelly was talking about it and i do think it's like kind of interesting to talk about once we get back like if you had to rank the three stadiums like where would you guys put them at i feel like if you removed kind of like the experience from yankee stadium in terms of where we were sitting it's definitely a super iconic stadium um i think if i did it, i'd probably go atlanta city field and then yankee stadium just because i hate everything about the yankees but having like been back now like where would you guys put those three I definitely have Atlanta at one, and to be honest, I'd say it's a fucking coin flip between Mets and Yankees. Like, I, I don't really have a preference over... You didn't like City Field? I do, but I don't think it's really anything special compared to what the Yankees have to offer. Mm. See, I would go City Field number one. I love City Field. The wow. game we went to, obviously... What do you like about up. it so much? I just, I love the atmosphere. Um, Whenever you walk in, like last year when we walked in, like the very front... Yeah, it's, it's just, cool. Like, it's super cool. Like the huge team store... Um, just really like that ballpark. Really good food too. And then Atlanta, and then Yankees. I just don't think anything. Yeah. It. I just I don't know. I I would love to see um, the Mets Stadium during like playoff. Yeah. Baseball. Well. Because honestly, the reason why I think I liked the Atlanta Stadium, like I liked it a lot. The outside of it, whatever. We get in there, and it's just loud. It look and it was like a what did we go like Monday. on a Monday night? It took us like a, an hour to get into the front door. It was a too. Monday night. It, it took an hour. Night, but still, yeah. And every night's bobblehead night there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here it's in Atlanta, it's bobblehead, bobblehead night. But but like that's the thing. Like that stadium on a Monday night looked like it was like playoff full. Mm -hmm. Like it was nuts. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously like Mets, dude, you walk in there, it's like the ambiance is just rat piss. Like it, it's it feels like you're walking through the streets of New York City. There's rats. Every, no, I'm joking. There's not rats. <laughs> literal, literal rats <laughs> running around. Bad City year for Bad year for yeah. So, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Atlanta one. 
Uh, probably Yankees two and then Mets three, but I I could see the two and three like like Trent said like coin flip probably. I really liked in the Mets they have Caesar Sportsbook like literally inside. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like a restaurant there, and, and so that was really cool. And you could watch the game like while you're betting on it, which is sick. Yeah. I don't know a lot of anywhere that really does that. Yeah, there's a few since the legalization really? has come out. I know DC has one right. Yeah, and like, yeah. like bet and then literally turn to your left and just watch the game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Speaking of rats, dude, I don't know how. Like New York's not a real place. <laughs> As as a West Coast kid who's only gone to New York a couple times, every time I go, I'm just like, this place isn't real. It's gross. It's absurd, bro. Like, I literally was asking Dave, I was like, dude, are th- is there always just this many people walking around at all times? Like, everything's just so fucking busy. Everyone's moving Super around. Super stimulating. Dude, it's like, it's like. Overwhelming? It's, yeah, it's overwhelming and really? intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. God, you're such a West Coast. Everyone's kid, just dude. like on the move, like fucking ready, like just get out of my way. I'm working. Like yeah. that's just the vibe. That's like the East Coast in like general, I feel like too. Yeah. If you go up to Philly, it seems like Boston, but like New York definitely is like, I mean, you're moving in group. But they have like cool <laughs> things like the stone pizza. If you want to talk <laughs> yeah, about that yeah, for a second? So as one of my birthday gifts, Dave hooked us up with uh he saw this video on t- TikTok of a restaurant in New York that <laughs> Gives you a five-course meal, fully infused with THC, uh, and I was like, "Sign me the fuck up!" Like, obviously, I love, I love that shit. So, we go. I have no idea what I'm getting into, and it's like kind of this sketchy. Like, you have to like walk in, wait in a waiting room, and there's like 70 other people that are gonna be dining with you, and everybody that came like came strapped with like weed, ready to roll. Yeah, and like so on top of the yeah, food, yeah, and including Dave, like pre gaming with yeah, a blunt. Yes, <laughs> that's nuts. So you like, guys were weed on weed. We, yeah, yes. So they, we sit down. It's like 130 a piece uh, for each person, and yeah. you you sit down. You can choose between like orange soda, grape soda, or Coke, uh, and then they squirt some you know weed THC in there. So I had Coke. Kind of wish I got the like other, a Mio situation. Yeah, kind of like a Mio <laughs> situation. It's a little squirt. Uh, and then Crab's like, oh, can you make a next next round? Can you just like give us a double squirt? And I'm like, dude, Crab's, we don't dude, do double squirts. Crabs. <laughs> yeah, double, <laughs> double squirting <laughs> with weed on top of weed, dude. <laughs> dude so she like double enhanced our me- the whole meal. Like so every time they would bring out more dishes, like it was just double the sauce that they would put on it. But it started out with garlic knots, mm. salad. Those are the two first like appetizers infused with THC on Nobody top of touched the, the salad. On, no, the salad was actually the food was good. Like so I how will would say, you infuse the salad? And it's just the dressing, dressing, dressing okay. yeah. yeah. Um, the garlic knots were the, do- the garlic knots were absurd. Like they were so good. We literally ordered another round of them, uh, and I was already starting to feel it after the appetizers. Yeah. And dude, you're not supposed to feel for like 30 dude. minutes after you finish your oh, food. Yes, yeah. yeah. I was. I, I double dressed, squirt, dude. I smoke like every day, and I haven't like been felt high, felt high like that in a minute, and at, like since high school. And we're all giggly and shit, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> dude, oh, we were God. like, boys, I, we haven't felt like this since fucking sophomore year of high school. Uh, and so then they bring out the pizza. Pizza was mid. It was like a, it was kind of like a DiGiorno. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing really crazy. But the pizza came out. We ate all that. Then the wings come out. And like I'm really picky about wings. Uh, I was already kind of sketched out about wings at this place, right? Or the food in general here. Uh, but like I was like, I'm, I think I'm gonna pass on the wings, boys. They're like, no, dude, you gotta fucking. You have to eat everything. Because uh, Crabs had a friend that are, had been here before, and they they were like, oh, we didn't really feel it, but like we didn't really eat that much food and so we were like we're gonna eat fucking everything mucking and so crabs eats a wing and he's like dude these are fucking phenomenal and i'm like all right i gotta try it they were actually top five wing i've ever had no yeah. way the sauce like the on flavor? this wing dude it was like tangy barbecue slash like spicy it was so good it was unbelievable could we you literally... taste the thc no, and everything you no, ate the or only no? thing i could taste the t- taste the thc in was the drink like that's why i wish i would have got okay. grape juice or orange because yeah. i'm i drink coke all the time and i i could easily taste what was wrong with the fucking coke uh but anyways the pizza the wings were really good and by this point we're absolutely fried and dave's you know swinging around more blunts and shit and it's then everybody else wait in the could whole you place. smoke inside yeah everybody's ripping in the bar and so you weren't outdoors no 
You were joints inside. Dude, imagine, like like hot box in imagine a nice restaurant and everybody's smoking weed. Yeah. It, you were probably I'm, in heaven. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, and then were you asking for tobacco for chops? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, you guys got a chop station? And then, and then they bring out a cannoli with ice cream, which was also yes. infused with THC. Oh, and that know. shit literally was the cherry on top. It was so good. And by this point, we were there. I was glued to that chair. I, I, we didn't. Dude, move. I would have been asleep, mouth open. We Julie. didn't move for two <laughs> hours on this bar stool, literally, and. Finally, dude, I was like, all right, we got to fucking go. I didn't realize we've been here since literally 9 o'clock. It's almost midnight. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude probably, it felt like 20 minutes. I had to kick you guys out. <laughs> and like, so we're closed. Yeah. Like, it please. felt like 20 minutes is crazy. <laughs> and by this point, we're absolutely zooted. Like, like it was crazy. My eyes are absolutely bloodshot, and I'm laughing at literally anything that walks by me or Crab says. And we spent the rest of the night walking around, just people watching, and I couldn't stop fucking laughing. I was geeking Damn. at just looking at the people walking around New York City. Just honestly, doing that sober is one of my favorite things, but doing it after a five-course THC meal was hilarious. Dude, I wish I got to see you guys. It was that. hilarious. Dude, yeah, I wish I was like around for that. Yeah. Just that's exactly where I wanted to be in my first uh, minute of being 26 year, years old that's was fire, was dude. in a fucking five course meal. It's like Kickstarter for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. one way to do I it. <laughs> they were just ripping joints inside. Apparently, the it's not legal. This restaurant that sounds pretty sketch. Yeah, it's not. And and Dave was saying they were like really weird about like people coming in. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. No, you have to like exclusive. You have to like make a reservation and shit, and they have very exclusive walk-ins, which is what we were at the time. Uh, but and it's all cash too, so it's all cash. Yeah, that's all you need to know. The thing about exposed this place, but they do this in a week. They do this. They do this. Uh, so it's like you have two hour windows, and they do two hour windows. They bring in like seventy people every, like two hours, and they do that probably six, seven times a day, and seventy people. Each of them are paying one hundred thirty dollars, and you're doing that six times a day. They're making fucking bread. Oh, yeah. Fat bread yeah. doing that. Uh, so uh, it was an interesting experience. But if you're ever in New York, definitely try that shit out. Stone pizza. <laughs> Stone pizza. It's an experience. It's a hell of an experience. But it was a good time. We went out for your birthday as well. Um, and then we ended up getting like a little separated, I guess. And then Will, Dave, and I went out. And we had like what I would consider to be just a classic night out in New York. Um, and at the end of the night, we were like, would love to stop for some pizza wasn't stone pizza but we were like let's like find this pizza shop and um we like are walking around like the streets of new york like trying to find a pizza place i like, couldn't find it on the maps we finally like asked one of these bouncers we were like yo do you know where like a good pizza joint is and he was like yeah all you're gonna do is you're gonna take this street down to john and then take a right and we're like all right so all we gotta do is like take this street to john take a right we like start our walk towards john street which was just john I don't know why this guy thought we were in Philadelphia, but he said, did he not say John he like said super John. hard? John. John. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you take a right of John, down there, <laughs> and then you go find the pizza place right on your left. And we're like, all right, fuck yeah. I've heard of John. Um, <laughs> I'm from Philly. But because it was like, because we were with um, Chelly and Dave, Chelly decided to take uh, control of the nav. And what should have been like a two minute walk ended up being like a 20 minute walk. But regardless, we, <laughs> we ended up getting the pizza and we're on our way back. We're on our way back to the hotel. And. We're walking on the sidewalk and there's, you know, when they like just plant a tree and they put those like the cardboard things around it or the wood things around it to make sure it grows straight up. Yeah. So there's one of those on our right. And then, you know how in New York they have those gross like basement things that open up yeah. and like stairs down below like the buildings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's like a light coming from Sorry, my whole body just went into like after you said that, like I just fucking like literally almost died. <laughs> yeah. There's like the two sides in New York. Like Trent Stone Pizza is like giggling and like laughing at like all the people walking around. Then we went and got like super fucked up and like decided to go get pizza at 4 a.m. And there's like a light coming from the basement. And like we're like walking and like you hear it first and then you see it. And you hear like the like. And you're like, dude. And I was like, yo, there's no way. Like that was so fucking loud. And like as you're getting closer under like the tree, I'm not even kidding. It could have been a family unit of rats. That's like they're darting true. like in and out, in and out, in and out. And then you see like two fire across and go into the basement. <laughs> and no. we were let like, me, let me say something. Um, 
I'm not gonna exaggerate on this number. Fifty. No. Fifty no, rats, yeah, like full size fucking master been, splinters. They've been eating real good. <laughs> Dude, and like they're stoned pizza good. <laughs> and they're ratting. Like there's trash bags they're like in the bed. Dude, it was foul. But you see like two fire across the street and go into the basement. And like we're like staying there. We're like, yo, there's like no, like we have to move quickly because this is like foul. Like literally like there was no other way to get to our hotel other than like this little sidewalk. And we were like, yo. We gotta like move quick, or like I feel like yeah, these might rats might act up, like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's tip, tip I'll take a taxi. Like tiptoeing, not to anger the people. That's crazy. Literally like tiptoeing because you can hear them, you can see them, and they're like just moving, like ratting. And so we like walk. We're like starting <laughs> like tiptoe by, dude, and we get by the basement that's like lit up, dude. And you look down there. I'm yeah. Dude, have you seen Ratatouille? Yeah, like literally. <laughs> have you seen no, Ratatouille? Like dead ass. Have you seen I Ratatouille? Saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they open the meat locker Absolutely. and they're all stopped and they're like looking at him <laughs> yeah. and it's like light and then the guy's like, ah! And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, we looked in this basement. We looked in this basement and there's like light coming out of it. I'm not even kidding, dude. It makes it actually makes my mouth it's sweat gross. like I'm gonna throw up. There was a bucket. In Dude. this basement. No. Oh my god. There was a bucket. It was in like this a soup. It literally looked like the yeah. soup ratatouille. It looked bro. like there was soup in the bucket. What was this basement connected to? Please don't tell it me. It was a below a restaurant. Okay. Called yeah. Rockwell's. You ever get invited to Rockwell's? Yeah, you get the fuck seen, out of it. I've never seen Rockwell's. Yeah, so it was on the corner. On the corner. Yeah, it was that close. Right next to the place we actually yeah. ate at. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. And we Damn. were like, yo, is this basement connected to where we just had that? Oh, food my. Dude, goodness. so there's a bucket. Oh my god! There's a bucket of what looks like just soup, and they're all just soup. standing dude, on like the. Floor. They're on the edge. I've never seen anything like it. Oh my god, dude! I'm literally like, I have goosebumps right now. It's so Mucking. gross, dude. They're on the edge of it. I've never seen it. hanging into the bucket, like back feet holding onto the back of the bucket, just <laughs> ratting. <laughs> they're just ratting the soup, dude. I've never been more disgusted in my life. Dude, I know we were on Broadway, but that might have been Ratatouille on Broadway. Like, they could have Dude, like, I expected, like, what was talking about? We expected, like, Linguini to come out. <laughs> yeah. like, like, maybe they were chefing up. <laughs> Let me back in the kitchen. Let them cook. Let me shut the doors. Dude, it was so foul. And then I got up to my room and, like, mugged two pieces of pizza. So it didn't really throw me off that much, but it was, like, one of the more... Fa- I've never seen a rat hang on the edge of a bucket and, like, rat. It's like rat fucking chuck. Literally, they were rat fucking chucking. <laughs> but it was, like, so gross. But I guess that was, That's that was New York, dude. dude. That's crazy. Dude, so foul. Like, just rats. <laughs> like, literally rats. Um, it's always something, man. But speaking of rat fucking, we all watched the Johnny Manziel doc. <laughs> what? I mean, what he was literally I know exactly like, what that means. Like, wow. was he not just like a rat fuck? Like, he was rat fucking at Texas A&M. Like, I, you know, he, he was, was. Just having a time, hundred percent. But so I wanted to, like, obviously we all watch it. I want to hear what everyone has to, um, what everyone thought about it. He was my favorite athlete growing up. He was like my phone background for like a really long time. Like, always thought Johnny Manziel was super cool. I loved just, like, the way he, like, did stuff. First gut reaction to the doc was, I think Lauren texted it first, and then I was like, yo, everyone stop talking about it because I want to hear what everyone, like, wants to hear about it. But, like, I think what you said was true, which was that you thought that it was... I thought it was weak. I mean, a lot of the stuff I saw, it was stuff I already knew. That was, like, kind of what pissed me off. I wanted to, like, get, like, the into like the dark. real like dark like what was really going on but it was just kind of like everything they talked about a lot but it was all like surface level you know what i mean yeah i kind of i thought it was good yeah i, I mean i thought it. it was good it was a good documentary but i was just like ah, I don't, there was there was some things that i learned that i didn't know before uh mm-hmm. but i don't know I, I thought it was interesting just to see like what it was actually like for him on campus at the time mm-hmm. which was just fucking absurd yeah celebrity yeah literally like especially after winning the heisman that's kind of when everything changed um but i i thought it was really good uh what were your thoughts on it no i thought it was sick i mean like obviously he's my favorite athlete so i was really excited watching it i agree with lauren i think it was very surface level though i don't think they like dug into a lot i obviously had no idea tried to kill himself that was like crazy um it was very eye-opening like you said to be to realize that there really hasn't been a college athlete that reached that level. I think we were so young Mm -hmm. that we didn't really realize the level he was at, but to be a freshman winning a Heisman and then be hanging out with Drake and have Drake talking about it on ESPN, be hanging out with like these celebrities and going to places and the celebrities being like, yo, Johnny Manziel is here. Like, yo, Johnny Manziel is here. 
like that was he was probably i mean at the time probably the most famous man in america like yeah. at that point in time mm-hmm. that's crazy and then you think about, about how strong the SEC is too. I didn't realize at that time that that was their first year in the SEC and yeah. he like popped off. I also didn't realize Which that. is yeah. insane when you think about how strong the SEC is. Like come in there as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was telling Lauren before we sat down, I think the reason why it was so surface level is because when you start hearing about the shit he was doing, if they went all the way in and they were like, and he told every story, He'd probably be liable to get like sued or arrested yeah. on like a couple counts of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I would like assume because, like, I was talking to Dave about it too a little bit. They didn't talk about the fact that he was buying like his teammates' cars. Yeah. Like he bought like Mike Evans like a brand new car like at the time, and that was like one of the things that was like really fucked up that they didn't even talk about in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the funniest thing of all time was just how bad of a coach Cliff Kingsbury is. <laughs> like, dude, Johnny Manziel literally got like got that man a career in football. And, like, when you watch Cliff talk about it, like, Cliff was an awful coach. He's like, yeah, you know, we had to put Johnny in, like, online classes, but, you know, it's terrible for Johnny, but as long as he played well on the field, like, he didn't care about that kid at all. No. Yeah, he basically said, like, if that's what he had to do to play yeah. good, then so be it. I like, Cliff like, might have been the worst possible coach yeah, it was, it for was him. Bad. He was literally just, like, anything he wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. as long as, like, I look good, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I will say, though, his best friend, a real one. Yeah. The one that, like, came up with the plan. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude. What a friend. Nuts. And, like, took all the heat, pretty much, for yeah. everything that was going on. So that's a good friend to have. No, there were a lot of smart, like, things that they did, I will yeah. say. The agent mm-hmm. with the dad, that killed me, dude. No, he was yeah. like, yo, you're going to have to say your heart's weak because he's not passing this drug test. And his dad was like, fuck. I, I feel yeah. like a lot of it, like, was commonly known, like, throughout his career, like, the stuff they talked about. But, like, him not watching a second of tape is that's- insane. He never watched tape, ever. Yeah. Like, that's, like, rule number one is, like, you get in the film room immediately after practice and watch back yeah. what just happened I mean, in practice. He didn't ever really need to. He was always just the best guy on the field no matter what. And then he gets to the NFL, and mm-hmm. that completely is just not the case anymore. Yeah. And I, I just think he stopped giving a fuck after after he left college station. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? I was I might as well, while we're on the, the Johnny football topic, I mean, you guys know I'm – like talk to him in the bathroom yeah. at a bar yeah. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone like got really quiet the second he walked in the bathroom. And I was with Mikey, but not in the bathroom. And then obviously after this happened, I came out, I was like, Mikey, I think I just met Johnny football. Uh, but we were in the bathroom. Was, yeah, I didn't know whatever. who he was. Uh, so this guy comes, pees next to me in the stall. And everyone's like, oh, it got really quiet all of a sudden in the bathroom, like really quiet. It was really loud and then got really quiet. I was like, oh, I was like, what's good, bro? I was like, uh, you, are you Johnny? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I was like, oh, nice to meet you, bro. Like, what's up? Because at the time, I thought I was going to link with him at the Super Bowl. or I don't know what I thought. Yeah, dude. Will was like, I'm, I'm going to be at your Super Bowl party. Yeah, I was like, I think I might be coming to your Super Bowl party. Just totally was never going to his Super Bowl party. <laughs> what? Uh, but literally, like, talked to him for a couple minutes. Like, really chill, dude. Like, super chill. And then, like, right before he dips, just quick little... <laughs> <laughs> line, yeah, line. That sauce. yeah he's For still sure. he's still going strong which is like stays true to the doc yeah <laughs> i will say though the one part that really got me obviously as a texas fan was learning he wanted to go yeah, to texas i was crazy. like dude literally imagine. fell to my knees <laughs> like then when they like showed the little pictures of him like in a longhorns basketball uniform i was like what could have been, man? <laughs> but what do you think he would have done what he did at UT? Like, do you think, because I think the one thing that yeah. was really eye-opening for me is that Texas A&M was so in the gutter. Yeah. And they finally had this kid that was, like, bringing them out of, like, I mean, there. I think they said in the doc, and it could have been more true, there's never been an athlete to do more for a school than Johnny Manziel sure. did for Texas A&M, if you think about it, like, now. Yeah. I don't know if UT would have put up with it. So I think UT would have been better for like maybe the discipline aspect, but they definitely wouldn't have given him full reign like Texas A&M did. I don't think. And he also wouldn't have had as much of an impact on a school that's already flourishing. And that would have came right after Colt McCoy, the Colt McCoy era, which I mean, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. We never really know. I just feel like they would have never put up with his bullshit. Because I yeah. feel like before he got on campus at A&M, he got arrested. Yeah. And the coach was like, I was so out of character. And, like, Johnny was like, it might, like, just be my character. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck, man. So, like, I don't know if it, I think Baker, too. I don't think Baker's personality worked at UT. I mean, when you start thinking about athletes that, I mean, every kid from Texas probably wants to play at UT. You'd be surprised. But I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to. Still hurts, though, when you're it, like, it God, could have had fucking it Johnny definitely hurts. Football, I was like, man. My, like, after watching it, I definitely 
grew respect, more respect for Manziel. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think he never really wanted what he got in in the fame. You know, he was just a kid that wanted to be a football player and have fun with his friends. Uh, he literally just went from zero to a hundred. Yeah. It's like, how does anyone handle that? And like that? you said, he never had a break. Like that span, yeah, that's true. That span was like absurd mm-hmm. from beating Alabama, winning the Heisman, getting drafted and going to the Browns. Like, and you have no break in between. And then you have paparazzi everywhere you go. Like I, I feel for him. You guys ever watch blue mountain state? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, Alex, the main character, backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Manziel always just wanted to be like Alex. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All he wanted to do was he's such an Alex, bro. He just yeah. wanted to have like a good Zach time. Zach Wilson, right now, we were just, I, I mean, perfect, you know, time to talk about. It. We were just talking about football hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Literally just watched hard knocks last night. Zach Wilson reminds me of Alex from BMS. He's like fucking super good looking. Pause. But like he can literally get any girl he wants, backup quarterback to like a stud in Aaron Rodgers, and he's mm-hmm. learning so much. Like, I don't know. I think that Hard Knocks was, if we're comparing the two, way better than the Manziel doc. I mean, completely different type type vibe, but it was way better. More more entertaining to watch in my opinion too. Yeah, I mean I thought so it was basically better. an hour of slurping Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, as a Jets fan, getting like a hard knocks of like a season I'm really excited about, it was almost too much Aaron Rodgers glazing. Wow. <laughs> like I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. You gotta be I'm so excited, dude. Hard. I mean I was watching it like I was almost hard ninety percent of it because I was like, we're gonna be so good. I have friends that were Jets fans in college and they would splooge over a six and seven season. Dude, like what the, right the level of excitement I have is like nuts, but I was talking to a couple guys in New York that came to like um to hang out with us. We are still the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. And like somehow, some way, we're gonna fuck find out. a way to fuck this whole thing up and I know it. Yep. But still like the excitement is there, like I couldn't be more amped. But like, dude, first episode of Hard Knocks, I don't like it was almost uncomfortable levels of Aaron Rodgers glazing. The, the only thing missing was an Aaron Rodgers cum shot. <laughs> I'll be a hundred percent honest. <laughs> what do you think, OC? <laughs> I mean, you're literally it's a right. hard one to follow. <laughs> you're right. No, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Like all the players were like, "What you see on the media, like he's really actually a really cool guy, sure. like really nice guy." And I always thought that, anyways. But um, I don't know. Yeah, as a Jets fan, you got to be for sure feeling pretty good. Amped up. Um. Garrett Wilson looks like he's going to be a dog. Sauce Gardner, look, I'm going to be a dog. Yeah, those Williams. two like battling at it practice so freaking cool. Yeah, that is watch. awesome. I was going to say that might be the biggest iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. like of all time. Yeah, of those two, like, and every time they line up, they like shake each other's hands. Like they know it's like, like I'm not going to be pissed at you after yeah. this mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But yeah, yeah. dude, they're getting after it. Yeah, and like that. that that got me more excited than like seeing Aaron Rodgers. Like, just like, I mean, dude, there are some throws he makes, though, that are like, holy mother. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you guys got, obviously, you know, I'm watching it from like a real fan's point of view. You guys are just like kind of consuming it. Like, obviously, love football, but not really like Jets fans. Even the drill where he was sniping the buckets, mm-hmm. like, I like I got a little bit of a stiff. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> It'd be like, all right, blue, and he was just fucking like, dude, if, they, if that was Zach Wells, not Hard Knocks, he might not even have hit the thing. <laughs> <laughs> orange? Is that a, orange? Is that orange? <laughs> is he throwing it to fucking like literally no, out of bounds, dude? He's like, no, you don't have to throw it out of bounds. There's no one coming, dude. Just throw it at the buckets, dude. Zach, that's blue. <laughs> God, Zach, no one's rushing you, man. You can't run. It's, just, it's a throw drill. You got to throw the fucking ball, dude. Um, but I thought it was so cool how Aaron Rodgers literally like dialed up that play though. Yeah. In the preseason, no, when Zach was. like let one go, and he was like, throw it to Malik, Malik, Malik. Malik, yeah, Malik, that Malik. Cool. That was cool. He still went under pass yards. It's like if you think about it, dude, Garrett Wilson's lining up against Sauce Gardner every single day in preseason. Then he's going to line up week one against Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to be like, hey, man, uh, we're not shaking hands. I watched Hard Knocks. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> let's shake it. Shake let's on it. Do it. <laughs> let's do it, man. Come on. Dude, get that shit out of here, bro. I, was, no. I couldn't help but think watching. At what point in the season are we going to turn on the TV and see the headline, concern for the Jets, question mark? <laughs> At what point? Week one. <laughs> it's literally going to be I think it's going to be a two and two start. Concern for the Jets, question If mark? we don't beat the Bills week one, that's going to be the first headline on ESPN. I'm not even kidding. It'll be like, 
are the Jets as good as they thought they were going to be? And it's 100%. like, we lost to Buffalo or something. Yeah. Yeah. Back on the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just attacking. We don't know. That's we don't so know. good. I like how his, his handshake that he did, I forget who he with, but was like Sauce. clearly Sauce. clearly just yeah. like Yeah, and then they got to put it out on somebody. Yeah, they got to put it out on somebody. It's so funny, yeah. dude. Did you see the DTR uh, slurpage, though, did. from Aaron? That's big I time. Did. You had to be happy about that. He was like a well, L.A. kids. Yeah. So that was like sick. One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, like in college, Dorian Thompson Robinson on UCLA was on the Browns, obviously for the preseason. He like went up and talked to Aaron, yeah. and Aaron like, it's kind of glazing DTR. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, Aaron glazing the voice of Hard Knocks was one of the funniest narratives. So yeah. like, Did you go say hi? They're like, no, man. He's like, you got to go say yeah, hi. You got to go say hi. Super nervous. Never been to a practice. Yeah, but floor. like, he's like, I love your movies and then didn't name one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Aaron, imagine the movies, Aaron. He was <laughs> like, that was you? Which one? <laughs> Which one? movie? Yeah, just keep doing the voice on Hard Knocks, though. It's real good stuff. No, but like, the movies are sick, but really, the voice of God, like, that's why I really like you. Yeah. That dude's like, voice is, really, is pretty good. I was about to say, man, I was, that's like my favorite thing when I was sitting down last night to watch. I was like, damn, I can't wait to hear this motherfucker's voice. It's a great <laughs> voice. A I'm, I'm going to definitely not like not seeing the cuts and shit. I like, I hope it, there's more. Than, no, they will. They will. I hope there's the, more than just glazing Aaron Rodgers. There is. They, they, they always do it. No, they apparently do. the Jets were like, there was a couple stipulations that they did to be on Hard Knocks, and one of them is they're not showing cuts. Shut the... That's literally the best part. That's why I don't... That's why you didn't see any interviews of guys that are, like, on the edge. It was, I like, Aaron Quinnen... And then the only guys. guy that they really showed that was not in the, the starters was that kid that, like, busted in preseason. 55. Yeah, so he's the not going to get cut, but, like... They were like kind of glazing, glazing him a little. Not even like Zach got that much screen time. I was like, damn. Thank God. <laughs> Fuck that guy, dude. Every time he comes up on the screen, he like pisses me off like a little bit. Why does he? I know he went to BYU. Probably like, is he Mormon? Yeah. Zach Wilson. I assume. Probably, like, yeah. dude, it's just like, come on, man. Just close your damn trap. Like, whenever he opens his mouth, I just want to knock him out. Like, <laughs> for real, bro. Like, loosen sucks. up your sleeves, number two. And he's like, well, the guy in front of me doesn't have anything to show off. So, dude, it's fucking Aaron Rodgers in front of you. <laughs> like, shut up, bro. Fucking glaze him. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Shut up and glaze him. He's up the nice. But I know it's going to be a narrative all hard knocks that, like, Aaron is, like, coaching him up. And, like, he definitely is. But, like, I mean, it, I, I don't really understand ball to, like, a level of understanding what they're talking about a lot. But the one conversation that, like, blew my mind of, like, how it felt little Zach knows about ball is he was talking about in one of the drills they did, Zach did four hitches, which I would assume a hitch is, like, when you get ready to throw. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Rodgers was like, by the second hitch, you're either throwing or moving. And Zach made four before doing, like, <laughs> either of those things. Aaron was like, yeah, by your second hitch, you should either be thrown here or because you're athletic, you should be moving. But you did four. Without doing anything. That's crazy, bro. It's like, dude, that level of not knowing ball for Zach is insane. <laughs> like, if you think about that for a second, like, Aaron was like, all right, by your second hit, you're either throwing, like, he was like, by your second hit, you're either throwing here or you're, like, getting out. But you did four. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah. You know, like, Zach was like, get those goddamn doing? cameras what away. What are you doing, man? Like, actually, what are you doing? Cut that out. <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> now I know. But I, I thought it was good though. I think compared. What did you guys think of it? Like compared to like other hard knocks. If you guys have watched other hard knocks, I thought the uh, energy seemed like a lot better on this one. Like normally it's like real, just like hard nose, like whatever. This one was just like it seemed to be like electric. Like yeah. you can tell the place is just so excited. Like when Aaron walked out on the field and everyone lost, yeah. their, that was super cool to see. Busted. They see, like, busted. I'm so used to hard knocks being the worst team in the NFL and them picking them up. So it's like weird to see a team that's like has so much promise in hard knocks. Like. I watched the. I'm a big Raiders guy, right? <laughs> that season of Raiders Hard Knocks was like, it got me excited, dude. I drafted Darren Waller like really like a last round of that fantasy football draft, and like he that was his bust season. It was because I drafted him because of Hard Knocks mm -hmm. because I like saw that he was you know working on himself, rehab, mm -hmm. like quit heroin stuff like that. So like, dude, this is nuts to see. Like this team has so much promise. Like. The fucking, the first clip, dude, of, uh, how do you say his name? Sala? Sala. Sala. Of him talking about, like, the crow trying to bring the eagle down. The crow just, like, or the eagle soars up even yeah. higher and the crow drops down. Like, that was gassing me up, man. I'm not going to lie. I was getting fired up in my bed. I was like, fuck yeah. I might root for the Jets this year, man. <laughs> no, dude, Hard Knocks will have you thinking, like, the Jets are going 18-0 and 0, and that Literally. includes a win in the bye week. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it makes you feel, like, when you watch Hard Knocks. Um, I will say, though. I liked the crow thing, 
I thought there's just a little bit too much corn going on. A in little that. bit. Like, too much corny I, 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 shit. You dude. lost me if I'm in that locker room for a second. I'm like, can you just knock on wood if you're with me? <laughs> yeah. I, I also hate how he like switches from freaking to fucking. Yes, dude. That I don't was. Know if you guys know. That was. He's like, we gotta make some freaking tackles because they're fucking out there, not trying. It's like, dude, pick a, f- he a said lane. He frick and fuck like in tandem. So <laughs> yeah, if we don't so. freaking focus the fuck up, I'm like, <laughs> are you cursed or are you not? <laughs> I was like, can we make some like decisions here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like last thing, just about the hard knocks, really quick. I think the Sean Payton thing was crazy. That got me fired oh, up because yeah. Nathaniel Hackett actually seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, might be like an all-time bozo, but. Some uh, are saying. Yeah. I don't know why Sean no. Payton came out like that. Like the, no reason, dude. For no, for no, no reason, reason at all. Makes me think the Broncos are going to suck. Yeah. But we play them, so I'm excited we get to hang our <laughs> no, nuts on good. their chin. Just another good narrative for no reason. Sure. Another good narrative for no reason. Um, I mean, speaking of like other big news that happened, Dave Bournoy bought Barstool back from Penn for a singular dollar. Crazy. Nuts. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I feel like one... It's going to change the landscape of content in sports again because I think they're going to be back to doing what they used to do when they were going to jail rooting for the Patriots. So I'm excited for that. It also bred what I think is going to be one of the most corporate books of all time in ESPN bet. <laughs> if I see a Stephen A, like, you can get the Lakers to win the championship and LeBron to win the MVP boosted <laughs> to plus 5,000, the Stephen A parlay. Like, I'm, Cowboy under wins. Like, like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> like, what do you guys think? Like, I feel like ESPN's the one network that shouldn't have a book. Yeah, it's Disney World, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna have? Like park hopping, fucking pa- MVIP pass. Is there gonna be a sports book in Disney World now? Dude, they're so. There Dang. might be. There might be. Trent um, is about to take his family to Disney World <laughs> for the first time. Now that I think about it, Disney World does sound fun. Like, like, Dad, what? can I get the Mickey ears? <laughs> Hold on, Timmy. I gotta go fucking place Matt's money line real quick. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll get the Mickey ears. Dad, can we go on Magic Mountain one more time? <laughs> the Angels play in 30 minutes. The Mets are down three, Tim. <laughs> no, dude, we can't. <laughs> can we go to Epcot and I want to try the juice in Germany one more time? <laughs> we don't have Germany juice money anymore, Tim. Uh, but no, for real, the, the, the Barstool move, I think, is so big for them. Mm. And... An interesting experiment for like relationships with books and content creators. I just think that Barstool was so on a short leash, they couldn't be themselves the last three years and it diminished their content and they just were in a chokehold and you talk to the creators within Barstool and they literally will say like, yeah, it sucked. Like Mm -hmm. we, we couldn't be ourselves. We couldn't say certain things. We couldn't say shit's a lock or can't lose parlay and and question. yeah what do you think kelly in vegas is like pissed because she like left just as they got bought back i don't think she left she got fired oh she got fired yeah, yeah she didn't do anything yeah ah. i wouldn't know what she's up to these days she <laughs> blocks book. me super book. super book really super book wow um well, that's a good look for kelly <laughs> but she's the go- new t-math going back to What's up t-math <laughs> going back to portnoy i I have a lot of respect for him and the move that he did. I've obviously always looked up to Portnoy as an entrepreneur, um, but I'm sure he saw, you know, that the content wasn't what it used to be, and I'm sure he felt like this needs to have me back in the office to keep this ship what it was and bring it back, mm-hmm. and and just simply cut ties with Penn. Uh, and it's exactly the move that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he saved Barstool for sure. You know, people might think of it as like, oh, like they lost their opportunity to work with a sports book. Like if he sells Barstool, they have to get 50% of it. He's never going to sell it. He already came out and said yeah, that. Said you know, that. he said he's going to pass it down to PFT and Big Cat. If and he then, does sell, Penn gets 50% of the sale. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably also another reason why he's like, I'm not selling. Yeah. Yeah, if he, sells, he doesn't want to lose like, that yeah, battle. 50% well, too, they like, they do get fifty percent of their sales right now, but he just o- owns a hundred percent of the company. Yeah, yeah. they get the sales. Yeah, but I think that he literally saved Barstool. I think we're going to see a lot more content coming out from them. That's going to be back to what they normally were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just the experiment didn't work. I mean, the they they thought they were just going to spoon feed stoolies to Penn, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work the way that they imagined because they couldn't make the unique creative bullshit content that they're really good at making right uh and then literally within the last 24 hours i've seen 
more shit from them like than I have the last three years. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, they might be back, and I'm I'm excited. I've always liked Dave Portnoy, Big Cat, like just because of how I don't know. They're just very personal guys. Like, yeah. They're just funny, you know. And I, we haven't gotten to see that the last three years, like you said. So I'm excited to see. Yeah, what they it's do. the corporate feel. I don't think like no. I'm not a, I'm not a stoolie as a, someone from the West Coast. I I didn't really wasn't really born into like the barstool blood that a lot of the kids in our generation on the east coast were Mm -hmm. uh but i've obviously grown to to like it throughout my time in college and resonated with portnoy really well as an entrepreneur um and i I know for a fact that this is the right move for sure i mean it's interesting that they're not gonna be able to work with sports books in the future which definitely you know is a is a slight down thing to have because that kind of caps like the revenue that they can make from a sports book but like they're just going to bust their ass making great content. And I have yeah. no doubt they're going to do that. So. Well, you, well, you stole the signs. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still stole the signs. Dude, when I made that video, I didn't even like, I wasn't even putting two and two together. Like, yeah, oh, this is, like why the well, fuck like, did this guy call that. me? Out? Like it's the sign. Yeah. Like, like, it's also like that's sports betting. They're like, you stub your toe and then they're like, Oh, Dorian Thompson Robinson stubs toe. And you're like, oh, I'm fading him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hurt. like oh, there's a blue Jay outside the sign. Like yeah. take the blue Jays today. <laughs> you know, duh. But like when I made that and people were tagging like Jersey Jerry, saying like oh i stole a shtick stole a shtick i'm like oh fuck i didn't even realize and then he chirped me after that i was like oh fuck what did i get myself into uh but no i have all respect for the barstool guys i love jack max shit no he's so good my girlfriend like has a crush on him like and i watch his shit all the time grins why don't you cut that out (laughs) grins cut that one out out, airing yourself out like that why are you airing yourself out like that bro Uh, no but he's such a homie like and he's so good at like i'm fine with it He's he's so good at. She just, loves him and like sends me his videos all the time. But, like I don't mind it. Like it doesn't bother me. I told him one hall pass. Jack Mac. Jack Mac hall pass is crazy, <laughs> crazy. I will say though, the one thing that I thought was good really interesting from like the whole thing that I would love to kind of get everyone's take on is you kind of realize through it like what, especially in his like emergency press conference, you kind of realize from the content perspective. Obviously, you know, doing what we do, the goal is to be, you know, be able to obviously have full autonomy with what you're doing. But also there's that idea in the back of your head, at least when like I started doing everything that you're like, it would be awesome to be part of the book and be like, I have a book that's mine. Like I can do what I want in the book. Like we maybe we can do like promos, whatever it is. You kind of realize how behind the curve the judicial system is with sports betting the political system is with sports betting and also the companies themselves because of how not accepted it is still on that public stage. Like we have this bubble on social media where we think that like everything that we do in sports betting is everything that's happening in sports betting. Like everyone is doing late night chases. Everyone's doing these parlays. Everyone loves sports betting. Everyone knows the, the bad sides, the good sides, whatever. But then when you hear like Dave talking about it and they're like, states won't give you licenses because of a tweet mm-hmm. or because of an Instagram post or because of the way you name a parlay, like you start to realize how hard it is still for sports betting to become really, really mainstream on like that national stage. And Barstool was kind of that first company that was like, we're going to take sports betting like on that national stage, main stage, like a really big content company and we're going to have our own book. And you realize that a lot of America is still really behind that curve of being okay with like just even the smallest things in sports betting, like a can't lose parlay. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's a bit right. Like if you don't see that as a joke, like they got licenses taken away and rejected because of that name of a parlay. Mm -hmm. Cause they were like, you're convincing these kids to take these parlays and then that it won't lose and you're guaranteeing it won't lose and then it loses and then you're fucked. And like, by the way, the parlay is like always six legs. Yeah. Like that was, (laughs) it was never going to hit. But like, I think it's kind of crazy to think about, you know, the future of the sports betting landscape and seeing, you know, the biggest fish in sports betting content kind of try to jump in that pool and being like, fuck that. I thought that was kind of a really eye opener. Yeah. I mean, ESPN and and Penn, I think are the perfect match because they're both so corp. You know, yeah, oh and it makes yeah. all the sense in the world. Like you're not going to see anybody on ESPN saying, "Oh, this is a can't lose parlay." Yeah. You know, it's probably easier for Penn too, because like you know, like you said, ESPN's already corp, so it's not like they're having to be like, "Hey, like you can't say yeah. that." You know, they're like already barstool. corp. You yeah, know? They're already corp. So. so and ESPN fucking hates barstool, yeah. right? And so that was kind of like the ultimatum. Like if you want to buy us, then you gotta like, you gotta ditch them. 
and that's exactly what happened. So mm-hmm. I think everybody in the end wins. Yeah, absolutely. Win, win, win everywhere. Uh, but really interesting for the landscape of the industry of sports betting. It's just a shame we're never going to get to see like a FanDuel promotion of the Chile. <laughs> Dude, imagine. <laughs> God, that would get me horny. Frosty five, Just the Frosty five boosted from plus a thousand to plus two thousand, bro. Oh yeah, my God, it. it's air. The Chell God seven boost and yeah, Frosty people five. People would totally think it's rigged because like the Flames were the last leg and they were up three going into third. <laughs> like like fuck, no, it was because it was boosted. <laughs> It'd be perfect for your content though. You'd be like, I knew it was dead the minute they boosted that shit. I wish I could see like the records of boosts like when the games are on. Dude, yeah. so it used to be like a hundred percent. Like would hit. I remember for when I first started sports betting a FanDuel, they used to do they would only do boosts, but it would be like if there's one point scored in the Cavs game and you could put fifty bucks on it and you get fifty back, there'd be yeah. one yard thrown by Tom Brady and then they started boosting like actual games and now I think it's like zero. Yeah. Yeah. Two court, man. It's two court these it's days. It's so court. It's two court. So court. Uh, yeah. In the Guardians jersey. In the Guardians jersey. We got to talk about that shit. Yeah. J Ram. Oh my god, bro. Let's talk J Ram, Tim Anderson, and then we'll get to our what was it called? Wavelength. Wavelength We're gonna do yeah. a little wavelength game for you guys. Um, but like, I mean, he got he slept. So it. here's the story. All right, we're. It was my birthday that day, and all I wanted was a fucking J-Ram bang on my birthday. It's all, the least you could do for me, right? And so we get back from, like, dinner or some shit, and we go upstairs to, like, shower and get ready to go out. And I'm sitting on the toilet, okay? I'm sitting on the toilet. I see J-Rams coming up to bat with a guy on second. And I've got the shower running. I'm like, okay, I got to see this at bat before I get in the shower. Come on, J-Rams! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, Jaron, please, man, this is your chance, bro. It's my birthday. This is all I want. Just give me a bang. And uh, I'm obviously score app watching like like the little whore I am doing that shit. <laughs> Pants at the ankles, <laughs> on the toilet, stark naked, score. Sweating over the score. Double sweating. I, like, <laughs> I see like a 92 exit below ground ball and a long pause in between like an out recorded. So I'm like, please give me a please just show me a one on the scoreboard. Please show me a one on the scoreboard. And sure enough, the one on the scoreboard pops up. I'm literally, yeah, <laughs> let's fucking go, J-Ram. And so immediately I go to Twitter and I type in, Jose, 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 all in caps, splooging. And immediately as I tweet that, everybody floods the mention saying like, bro, 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 do you see that shit? You see that shit? Like fucking brawl going on. I'm like, what, what? I'm not watching. Immediately go, MLB app, turn the game on, and I just see a fucking massive, massive scruffle, and I'm just like, no, no, please tell me this is not happening right now. And of course, I refresh Twitter. First thing that pops up, it's a fucking video. I'm just like, there's no way. I just got a Jose RBI, and he's gonna get suspended ten plus games for this bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I will say that after seeing the video in that moment. I was so much happier knowing that he knocked the shit out of Tim Anderson. If it was the other way around, I would have been in moose shit. No, people forget J-Ram had someone holding him back. Tim Anderson didn't have anyone holding him back. He yeah. yeah, Tim was getting clean shots. Yeah, and J-Ram had, had like someone over his shoulder. And he was like, I'm throwing this from yeah. the fucking like, floor, he's, like, dude. walking away, just clocks him. Absolutely crazy. Can so. someone explain to me, though? Like, I don't. I guess I don't know ball. Why were they so mad at each other? It just looked like so, J-Ram slid and it looked like Tim tried to tag. There him. was already beef brewing. Uh, leading up to this moment. Pre-beef? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and apparently Tim's a big shit talker. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so there was already chirps being said. And, I mean, they're in divisional rivals. So there's already I think he, like, beef. tagged him, like, and incredibly hard. Like, way harder than what he needed to. So he to tagged him a little weirdly. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of stood over him, like, disrespectfully for a bit too long. Well, so are you allowed to... I, I thought in my dumb not-knowing ball head, I didn't know you were allowed to, like, cover the base like that. Because Jerem had, had to slide through his legs. Yeah. Like, are you mm-hmm. even allowed was, to do it was, that? It was more so, like, just a disrespect. Like, he was not going to get out, thrown out at second. So right. he was just kind of, like, putting his dick in his face. Okay. For no reason. And then wasn't moving for like a brief moment. And Jerem's like, yo, are you going to get the fuck off me? Mm-hmm. And then Tim like chirped back and then gloves dropped. Boom. Gloves yeah. dropped. Yeah. So I've cold, never dude. seen that before. And then Tim That's trying crazy. to walk. I was like, wobbledy, wobbledy. Like he literally <laughs> yeah. couldn't like 
I think it was so funny. You know, the cameramen were like, just stay on him. Like, you know, that yeah, guy in the booth, like, yeah. stay on Tim, stay on Tim, stay on Tim. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, also, if you're his teammates, you got to do a better job of holding him up. You can't let him look like that yeah, walking yeah. off. Dude. Andrew like, Vaughn was there. I watched the John Boy clip of them breaking down the entire fight, dude. And Andrew Vaughn literally had his arms locked around Tim, like trying to hold him up so he wouldn't stumble around like that after he did stumble. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Tim, after he like regained consciousness, like tried darting back and Andrew Vaughn comes up and bear hugs him again and just wasn't able to move. Uh, but it was so funny. Did you, the day after that happened, we go to the MLB store and there's a Tim Anderson jersey in the window. I'm like, I need that. <laughs> I, I need that. And so we got blocked by. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. that. Uh, I thought that was like the main reason for the Tim Anderson. Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's. Yeah, 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 I got to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that first. So, Gab Goody, friend friend of uh, sports betting industry, she works for FanDuel, is a Guardians influencer, Cleveland sports influencer, and she had tweeted about Jose following her and like tagged his account. And I was like, you know what? Like, what are the chances, Jose? <laughs> Follows me, silly me. Because <laughs> I've got him in my goat way. Silly me. <laughs> Does he know that, about it? <laughs> silly me thinking that he fucking follows me. Because I click his account and that shit says blocked, <laughs> and I was so sad. I was just like, what? He fucking blocked my ass. But think about it from his point of view. Let's say he checks Twitter on like a random Wednesday after the game, beginning of the season. Uh, first thing he's tagged in, he's holding a platter. <laughs> That's a shit, shit wager, wager with his face yeah. on it, dude. I mean, I, I chirped him w way too many times to, to be shocked about getting blocked. Uh, but yeah, that, that was pretty disrespectful. So we go to the MLB shop and I see a Tim Anderson jersey in the window. I'm like, yeah, I need that. And so, of course, I go grab it. I go to the checkout stand, and the, the girl looks at it and looks at me, and she's like, you really buying this jersey right now <laughs> after what happened last night? I'm like, it's a long story, man. But scan yeah, it. Just, just scan the goddamn jersey. Run the card. Scan the jersey. Run the fucking card. Uh, I was getting comments from random people in the, in, the, uh, in the city, in the streets, just seeing it and laughing at me. It was funny. But fuck Tim Anderson. And honestly, no, nah, I'm not going to say I can't say fuck Jose. Jose's a goat. I mean, he – absolutely slept him anderson that will forever be goaded you know even though he sold the goat well he ain't gonna get 100 rbis no chance tim anderson's not gonna get do we should have another like um ceremony or a funeral for yeah the goat whale yes blake mm. snell actually ran the last funeral for the goat whale, for the NFL <laughs> goat whale. <laughs> yeah wow. you had to put our lighters up that's right yeah and sing uh what's i forget it was like wake me up i forget i forget yeah that's what it was uh, yeah shout out snellzilla goat yep um dude oh, yeah. i am so fiending for some wavelength all right let's do it right. do you want to do what let's do we're gonna do wavelength um do you want to explain the rules really quick? Sure. If so, you can do it, like, uh, Lauren's going to leave the room, uh, and we are going to decide on a number, so 1 through 10, uh, and it's on a scale out of 10. So say I pick 9 out of 10, we are going to all get like, one category. Uh, so, for example, I could be like fast food places, and I'll say Chick-fil-A, because in my opinion, that's a 9 out of 10. I immediately uh, thought 9. Immediately, really? Yeah, you already lost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll all go through that, and then Lauren will hear all of our like places, and then she'll have to kind of guess what number scale one through ten that we're kind of ranking these these categories on. All right, uh, Lauren, it. if you want to get out of here, yep. let's Josh. do it. Uh, uh, you want us to pick the number? All right. Um, get out of here, Lauren. We got to discuss. Get out of here, Lauren. Yeah, I need yeah, door yeah. shut. Lauren, I need that door shut. I need door shut. Hey, do my. You fold, can you fold? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm down. All right. The number. All right. No, and categories. Uh, if you just want to rip some off real quick. Does Josh think. have categories? Okay, nice. Got the super goats for Trent. Super goats for Trent. Or goat whales. Or super goats. Super goats. Goat whales, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goat whales for Trent. Like a guy from the goat whale. It could be, I'd say, any sport. Any, any sport. Yeah. Okay. So there's been like three of them, I think. NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL. So four. Okay. Trent's doing goat whales. Okay. Alcoholic beverage. Alcoholic beverage for myself. Word. NHL related. NHL related. Okay. NHL team. Okay. LC. Oh, we're going to the bullpen. <laughs> what's that? What's that one song that guy comes out to with like the trumpets? <laughs> 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 
Okay, got hurt in the World Baseball Classic. In the WBCs. Yeah. <laughs> in the WBCs. Uh, I will right, we'll go start with Trent, and then we'll we'll go around. Shit. Okay. This is uh, goat whales. <coughs> <laughs> no way. Okay. Goat whales. Um, I'm gonna have to say Tom Brady. All I need to can, know. Can Shelly go next? You want me to go next? I can't think of one. All right, I got... Goat whales as in your goat whales? Yeah. Okay. I got NHL related, literally anything, so I'm just going to do a team. Um, Stars. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the Anaheim Ducks. Okay. Mine is, like, I can't think of one. Mine's alcoholic beverages. Okay. Um... Damn. In terms of my personal experience, I would probably put this one up there, like a tequila soda. Mm. Mm. Give me some tough ones. Yeah. So you got Tom Brady and the goat whale. You got the Anaheim Ducks. And you got a tequila soda from Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you What do you feel? Talk 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 me through the thought process right now. Well, Tom Brady, there's no way he's not, you know, whatever. I know he was bad for him. I'm ducks or ass. You never ordered tequila soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to know. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna go with a. This is obviously one to ten. One right? through ten. Um, I'm gonna go with a. A three. Wow. Whoa! Three? Yeah, it was three. Wow. 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 No way. You're playing with me, dude. There's no way. Wait, Locked. I. You I said so I th- uh, one. I thought you were gonna say one or two. Dude, For I, sure. like, I was like, I went too low. I was like, tequila. fuck, dude. Anaheim Ducks. She, she thinks no, they're yeah, they're like, they suck. They have some promise. I was about to say they have some promise. Okay, okay, okay. That's not that bad of a drink, Tom Brady. Wow. Still got a little bit in him. So way playing sharp, dude. I didn't. Yo, that was. Stop playing with me. Okay. Wow. Who's next? That's Yo, that <laughs> we was, should end yeah. it after crazy, crazy, dude. But I want to do it. You want to do one? I'll run real quick. I'll run real quick. We'll do one more and then we'll wrap. We'll do one more and then we'll wrap. Same cats, categories or what? Same categories or we want to change up the categories? That was nuts. You just got that. attack. That was fucking nuts. forget. Do you want to do same categories? Sure. So I'm going NHL? What's the number? No, we can give you a different one. What category? Ah, oh, okay. College football teams is Lauren's category. What number do we want to do? Eight. <laughs> did we do that one? Okay, Trent's going to put the number up to the camera. That's the number. <laughs> that is the number. Um, hey Josh, why'd you hold it? Like <laughs> we got college <laughs> football like teams, alcoholic beverages, goat whales. All right, Will, you're good. All right, the game is wavelength. Ch- Chelly has to guess the number. Out of the bullpen. Trent, you want to start us off again? Yeah, goat whales. Again? Mookie bats. Okay. I fuck with mook. Mookie bats. I need to cook my rock. You want to cook yours? Yeah. All right, alcoholic beverages. Oh, I'm going to go with, keep in mind, my taste has changed slightly, but a crisp crisp like i would say truly you guys are hmm. uh, oh. college football teams i'm gonna go with washington hmm. okay okay well <laughs> i'm gonna talk through it right <laughs> you guys are so annoying by the way like so annoying. uh mookie he's on pace to hit uh and he's also been like pretty solid this year but he also screwed you over at the home run derby like heavily, uh, so that's obviously not like a ten nine. Uh, that's probably for Mookie. That's more like a six seven eight range. Mikey, uh, you go ahead and gave me a crisp truly. Mm-hmm. See, I I that makes me think it's like a six seven because a truly for you is not an eight, bro. Like an eight for you would be like a nice little Moscow Mule type type mm-hmm. five or something a little bit higher than that washington so washington i've watched a little bit of college football or two um <clears throat> and i know that their offense is like insane like they're a powerhouse offensively so they're like a late night over mm-hmm. a late night over gets me back up to seven uh but that's not my final answer i'm going with eight on the dot 
It was seven. Seven. No! <laughs> I Bro, threw you were right so there. Sharp. You were sharp. You were right Everything there. you said was so, so sharp. So Dude, that was crazy surgical. <laughs> Damn! Oh God, you faded yourself. You faded yourself. You got me so in my head, bro. If you guys tail anything I put out, man, fade the <laughs> fuck out of it, bro. I'm so. Crazy. Dude, you overthought it. You were like, I'm thinking seven, but that's not my. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, no way. We both got it right. If we went back to back, that'd have been fucking bro, nuts. Damn, it was always ending on Lauren, dude. Yeah, that was just that was such a tease, dude. Really All right, was. let's wrap this up. I was really clinched up. I was like, Mookie, no. yeah. <laughs> Mookie was so good. Fucking crisp, truly. Washington. Yeah, you had Washington. I was like, All right, Joe. We had you at the goal line. Oh, you think Mookie Washington was perfect. Yeah, Washington's he's like not great, eight. but he's like kind of <laughs> yeah, sketchy. But kind of yeah. not there yet, but still like just oh, enough to get man. you excited. All right. I'll um, fucking suck, man. All right, well, this, is, uh, this has been the first episode of the new and improved. We'll be seeing podcasts. We really appreciate you guys. We will be dropping episodes two times a week. Make sure you guys like and subscribe on the YouTube. You can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts. That's Spotify and all the rest. Um, we really appreciate you guys as always. Do we want to do where you can find us or is it just nah. presented by Book It Sports? They know where to find us. Y'all know where to find us. Appreciate you guys. We'll be. We'll be. We'll be.